0: Crunchy guitars can only mean one thing. Player interviews on this edition of the WCHL Podcast. I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry. First up for this player interview, we're going to go up to Fort Collins, Colorado. and Colorado State's number 22, Tristan Maestas. So uh, let's get right to it. Enough of me. Let's get right to talking to Tristan Maestas. Here we go. Uh Hi there. Hey, my name is Christopher Perry, and this is the WCHL podcast. And on this edition of the WCHL podcast, it's my very special uh, pleasure to talk to Tristan Maestas from Colorado State University. Tristan, thank you so much for taking time out of your uh, evening to talk to us on the podcast. How are things this evening?
1: good yeah thank you thank you for having me i i really appreciate it i'm looking forward to this
0: all right now i gotta apologize in advance i know we just asked but um your your last name is spelled my my m-a-e-s-t-s is it maestas um, uh, maestas yes all right where where tell me about that name is it uh what's the origin of of your family name there
1: um that is mexican uh, really dad side yeah
0: very cool so your father's from uh from mexico
1: um he is not actually i want to say it's like it's deep into the family no one as of recent um yeah but i couldn't exactly tell you who is going to be a long time ago
0: (laughs) now do you that's interesting do you speak spanish i do not (laughs) what about your father um, no, he does not. All right. So you just have, uh, just have a Hispanic last name. Uh, yep. but no, 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 do you speak any, uh, do you speak any languages other than hockey and English?
1: <laughs> no, unfortunately I don't. I wish I could say.
0: All I right. Did. All right. Well, okay. very cool. I didn't know if it was Greek. I didn't know if it was, uh, something else. So that's why I asked. All right. Well, forgive me if I, if I bust on it again. So tell me all about, Tristan Maestas I see here I pulled up on Elite Prospects that it says you started playing um, well I mean you're from Thornton Colorado so let's let's just start there Thornton Colorado is what on the north side of the Denver metro area
1: yeah yeah north side of Denver it's about 20 minutes from Denver and then from Fort Collins where CSU is it's about 45 minutes an hour um, depending on traffic so not too bad
0: if you've driven up I-25 it's where Top Golf is right
1: yeah, yeah, it's like my house is like 5 minutes from there.
0: Now, what's the deal there? Does everybody in Thornton, they have an automatic membership to Top Golf cuz that's that's kind of the uh <laughs> the overwhelming or one of the overwhelming structures there in in the in the town of Thornton, that and that gigantic shopping center that's right next to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've definitely taken advantage of uh, that since it's been built there, it's pretty fun.
0: All right. Yeah, I know when you come in from the airport or off of V four seventy, it's just uh get to Top Golf and hang a right and drive north on I twenty five to get to uh to get to the fort. Very, very nice. So you grew up in Thornton, what's uh how did you get into hockey?
1: Yeah, so um, I don't really know. My dad, he never like played uh, hockey like competitively or anything. He just did like beer league type stuff. Yeah. Um, and when I was really little growing up, he was a big Avs fan, so I just grew up kind of watching the Avs. And when I was, um, you know, a real little kid, I'd go to some of my dad's like beer league games just to see what it was about. And I guess I really liked it, and started. I started in roller hockey when I was about four or five years old. Yeah. Um and then switched over to ice sometime around, I think it was the fourth or fifth grade, and kind of just been doing it ever since.
0: Huh. What uh, Now, do you still play roller at all, or is, that, or is it just all ice all the time now?
1: Yeah, now it's all ice all the time. I think the last time I played roller was um, probably sometime in middle school, I want to say. probably I think it was seventh grade, okay. about there.
0: All right, and so your dad, uh, was your dad a forward or was he a defenseman, goaltender? What did he play? Uh, he
1: was a forward.
0: Okay, so you're just following in his footsteps and emulating the Avs that you saw on television, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, doing my best to do so.
0: Who's your, uh, who, who are the Avs teams? When, when I think of the Avs, I think of, you know, Sackick and Thornton and Milan Hadouk and Patrick Waugh and, you know, later on Ray Bork. But who are the Avs of, uh, of Tristan's youth?
1: Yeah, that's funny. My dad says the same thing. Um, mine has definitely got to be this the current team that we've had. I mean, what really got me into hockey in the Avs was uh, back when Matt Duchesne, he was on the Avalanche. Um, he's on Nashville now, but he was my favorite player growing up, and he was, I think, the real person that really got me into hockey. Um, but nowadays, especially with the Avs winning last year, um, this, past, this past recent team yeah. um, is definitely the team that – you know I think I remember I will and uh remember most but it's funny yeah my dad says the same thing about when he thinks the abs he thinks the same players as of like Sackick Forsberg hey Duke, Rob Blake all them
0: Rob Blake jeez, Adam who's uh god I'm gonna forget his name I know I, uh who's the big defenseman Adam he was with their foot Adam foot yes oh my god just a big mountain of muscle well what was it about Duchesne that drew you to him what was it about his game that drew you to uh to to his style of play
1: um I don't know I think one thing that helped is um that was kind of the age when I started to realize I guess like what the NHL was and like how good these players were and him coming in and being like a rookie a young guy but also being um you know one of those first second line forwards that was you know very flashy very skilled is just a really fun player to watch
0: okay all right. Well, very cool. And so you started playing uh, youth hockey there. Uh, is that in the Thornton? Did you, I, I don't, help me understand the youth hockey scene up there in Denver. Were you playing for a Thornton club? Or were you just playing for a Northern Colorado or a Denver club?
1: Yeah. So when I, uh, when I started playing, it was just roller up until, like I said, about like middle school ish. That was just kind of like local, like Skate City stuff. Um, but then once I switched over to ice hockey, um, I played for the uh, Highland Hills Hockey Club, okay, which was just like a um, just a A local hockey club out of the uh, Westminster Promenade in Westminster. Yeah, um, so I grew up playing there up till I was a senior in high school, and then I decided to go and try to play AAA. Um, so then I went and played my two years of triple-A with the uh, Rocky Mountain Rough Riders, um, and then after that is when I went to junior, and then now here to CSU
0: the Rocky Mountain Rough Riders is that the old uh did they play out of Superior yeah yeah uh, okay that is. the old Boulder Rough Riders right
1: yeah they have Boulder was their like um their double a like association okay. um so I when I played for Highland Hills Jaguars I would play against the uh Boulder Bison teams um okay. it might be different now because I've I haven't um been there in a while but um yeah they're out of Superior too the Rough Riders and uh Boulder were out of the same building
0: and then you said you went and played juniors and uh, looking here at, uh, at online at the elite prospects and it says you went down to sexy el paso texas what brought tristan maestas to el paso america
1: yeah it's kind of a kind of an interesting story um so after my rough rider my second year of rough riders um I signed uh, with the Steinbeck Pistons um, in the MJHL. They're a part of the CJHL in Canada. Uh-huh. Um, and then that was the year that COVID hit. Oh, no. And um, they weren't allowing anybody in or out of Canada unless they were citizens. Um, so we uh, kind of had to stick it out for a while. Um, their season had already started, and um, I was just sitting at home, just kind of waiting and waiting the coach and stuff said he was going to try to hold our my spot like as long as he could um and then it got to about late september maybe it was early october i don't remember um it was pretty deep into the season and then they told me that um unfortunately they didn't think the borders were going to open anytime soon and just try to find a place to play um and el paso had reached out in the past before and we'd heard some good things about it so uh headed down there and played there
0: that had to be a culture. Had you ever been to El Paso before?
1: No, not at all. Yeah, that was my first time there.
0: So that had to be a culture shock going from uh, Thornton and the Denver area all the way down to uh, El Paso. What was that experience like playing for the Rhinos?
1: I mean, it was it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Um, the area and stuff, it was definitely, a cult, like you said, a culture change. Um, I loved the weather. That's for sure. Being able to golf year-round with um, my teammates and Bill family was awesome um and the uh there's the atmosphere down there they have an unreal uh fan base and stuff which made playing at home very fun um and it it was a great experience yeah i wouldn't trade it for the world like they say juniors is one of the best things you can do and uh, yeah el paso definitely uh, lived up to that
0: i guess things worked out for a reason because you could have gone up to uh manitoba and just froze your cheeks off playing for steinbeck and instead you're yeah. <laughs> down in El Paso the polar opposite probably where you like you said playing golf year round now the the rhinos um they they get some great fan support how huh? they pack that place out
1: yeah yeah they did unfortunately that year when i was there it was still uh the covid restrictions were still pretty high so we weren't able to complete go to get to full capacity yeah when i was there i think the most we got up to was I think like 1500 for playoffs and those games, even with just half capacity, it was the atmosphere is awesome.
0: The, um, was that the year that El Paso won the craft hockeyville competition?
1: Um, I believe they, they did win it, but they hadn't, um, done any of the like the renovations or anything like that yet. So they had won it, I believe, the year prior.
0: Oh, okay. To when
1: I was there and then the year after I left is when they did like all the renovations and stuff like that.
0: Okay. All right. So you played a year uh, in El Paso and then you said, uh, well, help help me out. I mean, did you, did you, you didn't age out. Um, What was it uh, that caused you to sit there and say, okay, I'm ready to go play uh, college club hockey somewhere or not college club, but to go play college hockey somewhere.
1: Yeah, um so I did I did try to play my uh twenty my twenty year old year. Um I ended up getting drafted by the New Jersey Titans in the NA. Yeah. Um, but didn't make the team and then uh after that I kinda just decided um it was time to go to school, kinda start the real world and I, I still wanted to play hockey, so I was looking for um somewhere I was able to do that in Fort Collins um, CSU being so close to home and I had some buddies that had gone there and gone to the games and said it was super fun. Um, so I thought it was a a no brainer for me.
0: So you go to New Jersey to try out for the Titans. You don't make the team there. Um, did you, I mean, was it like, screw this? I'm out of here. I'm just going to head on back home and go to school. Or did you try to hook on with another NA team?
1: Um, after that, after I got cut from New Jersey, um, I kind of had talked to my parents about it. That was I told them that I was going to kind of be my last uh, my last hurrah playing juniors. Um, I was kind of okay with the fact that if I didn't make it, I was just going to go to school. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in all, in all reality, I think it was a blessing in disguise because I've absolutely loved my time at CSU. Um, the school aspect, the hockey aspect, just meeting all the people I've met super happy that i chose to do that because i've made i've met some of the best people of my entire life while i've been at csu
0: very cool what why why csu you're from thornton i mean boulder you're a heck of a lot closer to boulder than you are to the fort um and then what there's unc up the road too It's uh, greeley and they packed the place out at the ice house so what was it about csu other than the fact he had buddies on the team what was it about csu that said tristan come here
1: um to be honest, I didn't we didn't really look into it too much. Um like I didn't really look at Boulder, um see that being. Yeah. Um and then I did look at UNC. Um when I first came to school, I was going for uh, mechanical engineering and I wanted to say I didn't look at UNC cuz my my mom went to UNC. So that was like my first interest in school, but they didn't have an engineering program. Okay. Um and then I checked out CSU and I had uh, uh, talked to people there about their engineering program and then just other friends that I had from, like, high school back home um, that had gone there and said they loved it. Um, So I just decided to make CSU my choice.
0: Very nice. All right. So you're in your second year at CSU. And, um, well, I mean, I guess just help me out here. You uh, describe what uh, what your – from Tristan's point of view, what would, uh, what would you say CSU season has been like? Because you're, this is now the second full year of Camden Lambert being the head coach there at CSU. You were there for his first full season where he's learning the ropes and how to be a head coach and kind of got a late start to the whole process because what he got hired, I think it was like in August for a season that started in September. Um, maybe he got hired late in July. I don't know. But uh, this season, how is CSU CSU, uh, from your perspective, how has CSU's season gone so far?
1: Yeah, um, definitely. If you look looking at last year and looking at this year, it's been going um, a lot better. Um, last year, you know, new head coach, um, bunch of young. We were a much younger team last year um and then this year we have a a good amount of returners camden's coming back camden's been awesome i have nothing but good things to say about coach Cam. yeah um but yeah this year for sure i think we're definitely kind of getting in a rhythm um kind of figuring out what does and what's not working for us as a team this year um obviously things could be better as they could for every team but i think csu hockey um is definitely in the right direction for this year and the upcoming years
0: you guys are ranked uh, at least in the current computer ranking you're ranked number 28 you're on the cusp of getting into the top 25 you started in the uh started in the in the top 25 when the everything went to the computer that had to be good to see compared to last year because last year csu had a rough season um oh yeah yeah in what how didn't win an awful lot of games maybe what a handful of games
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't I can't remember off the top of my head of what we were ranked last year, but it was way down there. So seeing that uh that top twenty five definitely um definitely felt good, definitely gave us some confidence as a team and I think really put in a perspective um the potential that we have this year if we do the right things.
0: Yeah, yeah, and CSU's shown that they can hang with some of the big boys. Um You've, there was a one point in the season where you had lost four games, and all four games were to central Oklahoma. It was like number seven or so, something like that. They were five or six. I don't know what they were. They, at one point, they were number one. Um, so that you know, that has to instill some confidence in you and the rest of your club that, um, uh, that you guys can hang with the big boys. This isn't a fluke what's going on up there in Fort Collins and with Coach Cam. He's doing a heck of a job.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, A couple of those games with UCO, yeah, being real tight games, being in uh, pretty much every single game, definitely built us confidence. Um, Being able to start off the season with a good sweep against Missouri State, who's always been a top contender team, it seems like, um, last year and this year, um, definitely uh, makes us feel good about ourselves.
0: Good, good. Well, what's it like? Had you played? Uh, I guess growing up in the in the Denver metro, you'd probably played at Epic before, right? You, um, you yeah,
1: he'd... I had when I was younger. Um, not like recently, but when I was kind of a little kid, I do. I had I played there before.
0: What's it like the uh, from from the CSU team experience? Now playing in front of uh, the the crowd there at Epic because I, I've been there when the place is like empty and then you can you know i can yell from the crowd or from the stands down onto the ice and you know you guys can yell back i've also been there when the place is just jam-packed and there are people standing up you know lined up against the wall and all around the glass so uh what's that experience like in uh playing at, at the edora pool and ice center
1: yeah it's been it's been good um you know it is tough sometimes there are those games where there's not too many people there, especially being uh having our rink be off campus. Um, but like whenever, especially the CU games, those games are always super fun to play in. It's always packed. Um, bunch of friends and family always come out for those here and at C U. They do a great job with their at their rate too, packing out their barn. Um just makes the atmosphere unreal. Those would be I'd say the games that we look forward to the most, um, throughout the season.
0: Okay. All right, very good. The, um, so you've been around the, uh, the conference here for a little bit. What's the, uh, not counting Epic, uh, what's your favorite rink to, to play in here, at least within, well, let's, let's not limit it to the Western Collegiate Hockey League. Let's just say from the ACHA, what's the favorite rink for Tristan Maestas to play in?
1: um let's see other than cu i'd probably say out of everything cu obviously just because the rivalry game big atmosphere stuff but yep. other than cu um i love playing in uva is always cool because they have they play in the road runners rink um yeah i'd say the ones that come to mind is uva and uco uco is just fun because they have a great fan base too
0: so um, so so it's it's not so much the building as much as it is the crowd and uh, the people that pack it in, huh?
1: Yeah, I'd say so. I'd much rather play in um I guess kind of a little crappier barn that fills out than you know a big arena that's empty. Um just makes it a little more fun.
0: What was that like? Let's let's talk about that because you just had the Rocky Mountain Showdown, uh CU versus CSU. The first game was uh Friday night in Boulder. And they brought out the whooping stick, and you, unfortunately, the Rams were on the wrong end of that. It was, it was like eight to two, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And then you guys returned the favor. Um, uh, up in Epic, came back and beat them pretty badly. It was four to two, was the score. What What are What's that like? To I mean, I'm not. A, I've been told I'm not a hockey guy, Tristan. So forgive me. What's the <laughs> uh, what, What's it like when you're playing? a rival in their barn and the place is packed and everyone's screaming your name and probably F bombing you left and right. I mean, you're in a hostile environment. What's that mm-hmm. feeling like as a player or do you care? Do you notice any of that?
1: Um, I definitely notice it, but if anything, that kind of just um, I feel it motivates me more just kind of being like the underdog um, in the situation. Um, I enjoy it. It is, it's fun playing and that's why I love. We do the, how we do the home at home because it's fun, kind of being the on the side that everybody hates one night, and then the other night every, you're on the side where everybody's cheering for you. Um, but yeah, I, I I I love it on both aspects. Um, being the away team, being the home team, it's just the atmosphere in general just makes it super fun. All
0: right, all right. Um, so let let, let me ask this. Um, you're you're not far from home. Uh, you're, like you said, you're 45 minutes away from home uh, do, do your folks, I mean, are you far enough away that you're on your own or are you still, are you unfortunately close enough where, you know, mom can call up and say, uh, Hey, you know, come home and mow the lawn, that sort of thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, they definitely, I'm definitely close enough to home where if they need me for anything or I need them for anything, um, you know, we're not, we're just right down the road, just hop in the car. You'll be there in an hour. Um, but no, they they definitely give me my space and let me have that kind of on my own college experience. I think that was the other major thing why I chose CSU is it's not home, but if I need to go home, it's not it's only an hour away, and I can be there um, within the same day.
0: Very cool. All right, the um, so far you've gone to uh, well, heck, I know that you guys came down to Central Oklahoma because I saw you guys play there. Uh, you have, you've already gone to, to uh, Missouri State as well, haven't you?
1: Uh, not this year. We have not. We have only gone to Midland and uh, UCO.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. Midland and UCO. Well, tell me about going to Midland because that's in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska. Um, how was how was that experience? And uh, what what's that like? What I guess help us figure out what a road trip is uh, like from uh, from a CSU perspective. I, I'm gonna hope this is just me. I'm gonna hope you leave at night. You sleep through the night, and when you wake up, boom, you're there. You're not stuck staring out a window at a whole bunch of nothing of Kansas and Nebraska.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's actually, so we do the opposite. We meet in the morning um, and then like early in the morning on Thursdays and then we'll bus all day Thursday, get there sometime in late afternoon or nighttime on Thursdays. Okay. Um, And then on our way back, we'll leave immediately after our games on uh like our second game of the weekend so those ones are a little nicer because you're driving through the night and it's easier to sleep um but this year we're uh, we're bussing everywhere this year except Arizona because that's kind of a long haul um yeah, but we're, we're bussing everywhere this year and you know the, uh the bus trips with the team is super fun um there's not much to do on the bus obviously and you're there for a long time so gives you time to do homework and focus on the academics and stuff but also gives you time to just hang out with with your teammates and joke around and just kind of find things to do
0: what uh do you have uh, some I, I gotta presume being in el paso too you rode the bus an awful lot there because there's not a whole lot that's close to el paso right i lost you there tristan are you still there yeah you got me i got you there okay so i was saying from el paso you probably you rode the, the bus an awful long time in el paso because what's the closest uh there albuquerque maybe
1: Ooh, yeah, for El Paso, I think our closest trip was. It wasn't in Albuquerque because they didn't have a team yet. They do this. They uh, do this year because El Paso moved up to the NA. But our closest trip, I want to say, was to, I think Fort Worth. Oh, and it was like eight or nine hours. Oh my goodness! Was our closest one.
0: Okay, so you've ridden the bus for a while. What's uh, what's give me some what's Tristan Maestas' go-to movies or uh, something to watch on the on the bus what do you like comedies do you like shoot 'em ups do you like action stuff i can't imagine you're into uh rom-coms or something on the bus so <laughs> what is it that that gets tristan going that when you're on the road trip you're sitting there saying yes i get to watch this
1: um, my go-to would probably be the ranch on netflix
0: really what's the um, ranch all about
1: It is like a, a, um, just a comedy like show with uh, Ashton Kutcher, um, kind of like a cowboy, like rancher comedy show. Yeah. I've watched it. uh, I think this, I'm watching it right now again for, I think the fifth time through. Um, I just think it's hilarious and definitely my go-to, uh, for watching anything on the bus.
0: All right. All right. And do you have any go to like uh snacks or road trip stuff? Do you load up on beef jerky and uh gummy bears or or do you just uh take a, a some you know, melatonin or a zequel and just knock yourself out and you know, wake <laughs> up when you get there?
1: Um, I would say sunflower seeds are are pretty key. I really? love having eaten sunflower seeds when I'm on the bus, yeah.
0: I got a feeling that's gotta get messy, huh?
1: yeah it can if you aren't careful that's
0: for sure (laughs) if you're not a professional seed eater all right well very good (laughs) now you you brought up something when you said uh when you talked about the ranch let me ask you this because csu colorado state is an agricultural school nickname is the rams but they also go by the aggies and some of the promotional material for the csu hockey club you guys are wearing uh, your hockey jerseys but you're also you're wearing cowboy hats and boots and you're posing with farm animals horses duh, chickens that kind of stuff is is what what's help me help me understand wh- what that's all about what's the are we are you trying to get the uh, the Yellowstone motif going there with uh, associated with with CSU hockey or are you just Trying to embrace that uh, that Aggie perspective. What's going on there?
1: Yeah, it's funny you say that. Um, uh, for those, yeah, for those pictures and stuff. I guess a lot of us on the uh, on the team are kind of into that kind of stuff, like the cowboy cowboy boots. I know I wear my jeans and boots all the time, yeah, um, like to class and stuff like that. That's just kind of how me and some of the boys on the team are. Just that's kind of like the things we enjoy, um, and then. Yeah, for those pictures, we got uh, pretty fortunate. One of our uh, old teammates, Tito Moreno, he uh, just graduated last year, but his mom has a ranch. Um, and some of our team, uh, team bond stuff and things like that, we go up there and visit. And she's got all those cool animals and stuff. And so she lets us take some cool pictures with them. Um, and yeah, it's a lot of fun.
0: All right. Yeah, she's up there, what, at Red Feather Lakes or up that way, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Red Feather Lakes, that's correct.
0: All right, very nice, very nice. Well, I'll tell you this. Now, I had a lot of fun uh, making fun of uh, whoever it is that was holding a chicken. Um, cause, uh, I mean, that just lent itself to a bunch of jokes, but, uh, all right. So are you studying, you said you, you were looking at mechanical engineering, are you studying engineering or did you switch over to some sort of, uh, something that involves animals there at, uh, you know, equine management or something like that at CSU? What is it you're studying there?
1: Yeah, so I just uh, this is my first semester. I just because I was mechanical engineering last year, um, I, but I just switched over to uh, construction management this year.
0: Oh, okay, construct because CSU part of the A and M aspect of it is it's a big vet school and it's a big um, big into uh, farm animals and uh, stuff like that. All right, so construction management. All right, I just I had to ask, I had to wonder. I know. Uh, well, true confession here, Tristan. My daughter uh, went to CSU, graduated at CSU, and one of her very best friends in all the world was a veterinary major. And so she was always over at the uh, vet oh, okay. vet sciences building and dealing with animals and uh, of all shapes and sizes. And I always thought, well, isn't that kind of wild? So uh, I didn't, yeah, yeah, didn't know you
1: can... you've got a very good. Vet program and stuff there as well.
0: Yeah, I didn't know you can go to college to go learn to become a. I mean, it makes sense. You learn to go to college to become a doctor, but I guess you don't think about becoming an animal doctor. I didn't. So, anyways, yeah. hey, you're in <laughs> Fort, you're in Fort Collins, the uh, my favorite place in all the world. Um, tell me about now. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you uh, uh, some questions about the fort here in a little bit. But getting away from the fort, what's your and not going home to Thornton, what's your go-to thing? If it's not going to the rink and you're not on campus, do you like to drive up into the mountains, hang around at horse tooth? What is it that Tristan likes to do in his spare time?
1: Um, yeah, I'd probably say if, if the weather's good enough off. Um, but you know, being Colorado and Fort Collins, that's always not, uh, available to do all year, but yeah, definitely a horse tooth. Um, going to check that out. That's an awesome spot. um, I'd have to say our apartment complex that me and a couple of my teammates live in, we've got, um, they've got hot tubs year-round, so we love to go up there and just hang out like after practice and stuff, just relax. Um, and other than that, during the year, um, it's kind of tough to do stuff outside just with it being so cold, but just hanging out with teammates, um, watching sports, watching football, golf, stuff like that. It's always fun.
0: All right, all right. If I'm coming to Fort Collins and I'm saying, Tristan, take me out. I don't want to eat at a... At a, uh, regular food chain. Don't take me to the Olive Garden. Don't take me to the Outback Steakhouse. Where is it? What's the one or two places where you're going to sit there and say, you're in Fort Collins, go to this place. It's incredible.
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, let's see, there's this, there's two that, uh, come to my mind. There's this little, um, little Italian place i call uh, called Panino's. That's, Um, Just outside of uh, South Campus. And then um, there's this place called Austin's. I believe they have one in Old Town. Yeah. And they have one off of uh, Harmony, which is a little south of um, campus. Um, But those two places, I've been there. I just recently went to Austin's last weekend um and it was really good
0: austin's american grill is great it's it's awesome it's kind of it's a local chain but it's kind of it's uh but it's it's great food And that uh panino's is right there off a of prospect tell, tell me what it is about panino's that uh, that you like so much
1: um i don't know i love italian food um, Yeah, and i guess every time i've gone there uh i've
0: never gotten anything that i didn't uh, didn't like it's a it's a beautiful little hole in the wall isn't it it's just i mean it's a teeny tiny yeah. little place and their portions are yeah, gigantic
1: oh yeah that was the other thing too i definitely was not still hungry after i left that place
0: yeah i mean their portions at panino's are just gigantic it looks like an, just an absolute little crap hole it's, it's you know it's about maybe what the size of a subway restaurant or something like that but it's just mm-hmm. wonderful, great food there. All right. Well, here, see, here I was thinking you're going to say maybe go to a Big owls or a uh, Music City Hot Chicken or something like that. But boy, you went uh, you went Austin's and Panino's. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. All right. Let me ask this. I've got to ask mm-hmm. this. Oh Yeah,
1: Music City. Yeah, what you just said. Music City is good as well.
0: Music City is awesome. Ooh. Fort Collins is known uh, for its uh, microbreweries and um, you know for it's heck we were just talking about you can go to school to become a construction management major or for mechanical engineering or for vet you can also go to become a brewmeister or brewmaster you can get a degree from Colorado State in that just due to their industry that's there what is the um, have you gone to some of the breweries there in, in, uh, in in Fort Collins or is that something that Tristan doesn't do?
1: Um, I have not. No, there's. I forget what one of them's called. Um, I have not gone to one. The one that's kind of by Old Town. I I don't even know what the name of it is. If I'm being honest. Okay. Um, but there's, no, I
0: haven't gone there. There's a ton. There's Odell's and New Belgium, and then you got all of the little the little restaurants, Max Line and Funkworks, and all right, very cool. I didn't know if that was something. Well, and again, true confession time for the commissioner. When I go up there to Ford Collins, I always like to take those free tours when they're going on because you get the free samples. Mm,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard about that. Yeah, very
0: good. All right. Um, all right, so let me ask this. Old Town is known for its uh, lively nightlife. So uh, do, you, do you ever uh, partake in some of the lively nightlife there on uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights when you're not playing?
1: Uh, yeah, every now and then, you know, it's nice to go out um, with some of the guys. Just kind of relax, get your mind off hockey in school. All right. Um, just go and hang out.
0: Here we go. So I've got to pretend we're having a, a, a little five-way death match. And here are your contestants. Ready? The Bondi Beach Bar, Bar District, Yeti, Rec Room, and Tony's. Who wins?
1: Um... Uh... Bondi, probably.
0: Why do you say, say? Why do why do you say Bondi?
1: Um, I don't, I don't really know to be honest. I think just if, out of all those, that's the one I'd rather go to if I had to pick.
0: Okay, all right.
1: Just enjoy the atmosphere there.
0: It's uh, the times. The few times I've been there, especially that late at night, man, that place is packed.
1: Yeah, it can get it can get a little crazy.
0: Yeah, it can get a little, a little crazy. I guess you're right. <laughs> All right. And then um the bar district used to be known as something else. Now it's uh it used to be called like Monkey Business or the Funky Monkey or something like that, but now it's the Bar District. And that's always crazy to see just people lined up on uh on college, you know, uh freezing their cheeks off cuz they're not wearing any they're not wearing winter clothes. They're wearing, you know, going out dancing and drinking clothes. So Yeah. All right, here we go. Another three-way death match. Uh, you tell me if you're familiar with any of this stuff. You, Crown Pub versus Elliot's versus Social. Uh, social for sure. What is it about Social?
1: Um, I've been. I've gone there with my parents before,
0: um, ah. and I also had a,
1: I also had a buddy that worked there. Um, really. For a while, and so yeah, I've gone there a couple times. Um, whenever my parents come into town, and we want to hang out or go somewhere that's definitely a spot that we consider um i like it a lot
0: so social is acceptable for mom and dad but the bondi beach bar probably not so much
1: yeah probably not so much i think they might want to stick stay home for that one
0: (laughs) (laughs) one of the one of the wild things that i um that i enjoyed about uh csu or fort collins is the um uh, they've got that nice little place just north of Old Town called the Exchange. That's just made up of all shipping containers and stuff like that. Mm, okay. And I mean, you, you you saw me. You you've seen me. I'm big as a house. So you, it won't be any surprise that um, my favorite place there at the Exchange is that little ice cream joint. That's literally in a in a place that looks like a. It's the building is like an ice cream bucket, right? So, uh, I don't know. What's your favorite thing to do there at the exchange? Because you can do a lot, right? They got a bar. They got a chicken place. They got the ice cream place. You can go golfing, miniature golfing.
1: Um, To be honest, I can't say that I've ever been to the exchange. Come on. Actually. Come on, Tristan. Um, you be the first person, I guess, to tell me about it? I've honestly never heard of it. I'll have to go check it out.
0: All right. All right. Now here, maybe here's another shot in the dark for you. Um, every time I drive up to, uh, the fort, number one, there's always construction on I-25. What's up with that?
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's ridiculous all the time.
0: It's insane. But I also, I always see these billboards for the world's largest and best cinnamon rolls at Thompson's Corner. Help me out, Tristan. Have you ever stopped in Thompson's Corner and got a world's largest cinnamon roll?
1: That's the uh, isn't that the uh, the truck stop? Yeah, cinnamon roll. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have done that, and they they are very
0: good. <laughs> really? So they're worth they're worth. I'm always wor I'm worried that if I stop there, you know, I'm going to get you know picked up and taken away, and uh, you know, next thing you know, someone's going to drug me, and I'll end up in Nevada or uh, you know New Jersey or something like that. But uh, the the cinnamon rolls are are worth stopping for, huh?
1: Yeah, I'd say so.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let's let's end this talking about hockey. Um, you came down to uh, you and the rest of your CSU crew came down and you played UCO, and unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, you got uh, you got some social media out of that because there was a a, a hoot There was a little throwdown between CSU and the UCO guys that made its way to social media for a little while. And I know, unfortunately you were kind of in the middle of that. What, uh, tell, tell me, you don't have to tell me. I saw, I saw what happened. Um, from, tell, tell the few people that do listen to this podcast. What exactly happened?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had a feeling that you were going to bring this up. Uh, but,
0: um, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. If, and if you'd rather not talk about it, don't.
1: Oh, no, no, it's no big deal at all. Um, Yeah, I guess I don't really know what what happened. I mean, I guess emotions is hockey sometimes. Emotions get the best of some people. Um, And, you know, things happen like fights and stuff like that. Uh, I think, um, you know, being a little frustrated with how the game was going and stuff like that definitely didn't help. But, um, yeah, what happened, I guess, happened. And got to take some fighting lessons on my end. For sure.
0: <laughs> well, now you know. To be to be fair, I mean, it was a tight game, and they uh, UCO um, had had come back or had taken the lead on you. Um, and was were you the one who took an elbow to the back, a blindside elbow to the back? Was that you?
1: Yeah, like kind of before the the fight had started. Yeah, I, guess. I mean
0: that's kind of what started it all off. Someone there was a little you know two guys met you and one other guy and then another uco guy kind of came around and gave you an elbow to the back and popped you onto the ground and that's kind of what lit the fuse wasn't it
1: yeah yeah that was i kind, i kind of just gave him like a little shove back um just to let him know i didn't really appreciate that uh appreciate it and he didn't like that i guess and kind of Started going at me. I wasn't trying to do anything. Just with the game being so close, I didn't want to take like a penalty and have us be down. Yeah. Um. But you know, he kind of wasn't stopping coming at me, and I guess at some point you kind of got to defend yourself. So sure. Um. That's uh. That's basically just what happened.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, and we know what happened, but ha- what about the aftermath? Because next thing you know, I mean, you're 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 playing this game in nowhere, Oklahoma, right, Edmond, Oklahoma, and then the next thing you know, video of this. Line brawl, for lack of a better word, is all over social media. Um how does what's number one, did you recognize that? Did that were you aware that the video was going all over the place, at least on Instagram and TikTok and whatnot? whatnot? And number two, if you did recognize that, what's that feel like that you're like, oh crap, that's me?
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely was aware. Um I got it sent to me by a bunch of different people and had seen it myself on Uh, social media. Um, It was definitely weird. Um, Just kind of, I didn't really think um, that would blow up as much as it did. Um, But yeah, I definitely, I definitely saw it, and it got sent to me by quite a few people, um, for sure.
0: Okay, all right. So almost a viral superstar, Tristan Maestas, huh?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I wish it was for a better reason, but. I'll take my moment of fame for now, I guess. <laughs> all
0: right, all right, very good. Well, what's uh, what's in store? You're going to graduate uh, hopefully in a couple of years from CSU with a construction management degree. What is it that you want to uh, do? What does the future hold for Tristan Maestas? Do you want to go play pro for a little while before you enter the job force? Do you just want to go immediately start working in construction? What In two or three years, What's uh, where does Tristan see himself?
1: Yeah. Um, so once I graduate, I'm definitely going to try to get um, just start working right away. Um, set my set the base for my career. Um, I'm looking to be um, once I get my uh, construction management degree, I eventually want to make my way up to being a superintendent um, for uh, some sort of a general contractor subcontractor. Yeah. Um, I just recently got an internship with a uh, general contractor here in Colorado, so hopefully I'll uh, be able to stick with them up until i graduate and then by the time i graduate they'll uh hopefully offer me a full-time position and hopefully i can go from there
0: this isn't the uh, general contractor outfit that's constantly working on the interstate is it
1: no definitely not <laughs> okay i
0: was gonna say you're not going to be the guy that's perpetuating all that construction on the interstate
1: no no yeah not that's not for me
0: all right so what is it that you're looking at building if uh are you looking at building buildings, hospitals? You're looking at doing roads or uh, or housing subdivisions. What do you What is it that you're that really piques your interest?
1: Um, so the general contractor I work for now is um, J E Dunn. Um, they are a commercial mostly a commercial construction. So that's um, like big um, like Walmart, like big buildings, that stuff like that, like schools, hospitals. Um, I know that the one of the projects they're working on right now Fort Collins is uh, the Fort Collins Jail. Um, so just kind of big commercial buildings like that.
0: Huh. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Now, are you working now while you're in school and playing hockey?
1: Um, I was, I got like a little part-time job. I mean, a couple of my teammates at, um, a country club around there in Fort Collins at Tarmigan, oh, Okay. Um, that we were doing when the weather was, uh, when the weather was nice and we had, um, some time off now, not so much just cause, um, with the season kind of in full boards, um, not too much extra time on our hands, and then also with the weather not being good, nobody's golfing anymore. So I hear you. I hear you. Um, but once the once the season ends, I'll uh, I'll definitely whether it's that again or somewhere else, I'll definitely try to get um another little part time job just to keep me busy and have some extra money.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Well, you need it living up there in the fort. It's nice and expensive. So uh, I, did, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if, if you were working for, for, you know, the the construction company while you're also going to school full-time and playing hockey on a full-time basis. So, but uh, that makes sense, doing a part-time gig there at the uh, country club and maybe getting out and hitting the sticks every now and then yourself, huh?
1: Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: Yeah? All right. What's your, what's your handicap or do you have one?
1: Um, I don't have one. Um, I'm not too great. Um, I guess if I did have, were to have one, I would probably, I'd probably say it's around like 16 or 17. Okay. I'm not, not a great golfer. Shout out Max uh, Duberdinis on our team, number three. He is a great golfer. I will say that.
0: Really? He has a future on the, on the, uh, on the what's it called? The corn ferry tour or something?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd say out of everybody, he's probably got the best chance for sure.
0: Tell you what, he's got the hardest name to pronounce. That's for dang sure. Holy smokes. Yeah,
1: I I can't even say it right. And I've known the kid for two years.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, listen, Tristan Maestas, uh, thank you for putting up with me and a lot of my dumb questions here on the WCHL podcast. We hope that that CSU has continued success and that uh, you get up into the uh, top 25, you continue to climb in the rankings and maybe even make a run at going to nationals. Have you ever been to the Boston area?
1: um i have i have when i was playing um when i was uh younger playing for highland hills we went up to um boston a couple times for a tournament it's at that big place that has like eight rinks in it or
0: there you go yeah
1: yeah
0: the new england sports center eight rinks and like the locker rooms are a half mile away Hmm? yeah Mm -hmm. yeah wild all right well that'd be kind of cool to get csu back up there and uh Uh, get CSU into the national uh, championship picture that's kind of uh, I think it'd be a great little reward I know that um, I'm you know I'm partial to uh, to CSU just simply because of you know where my family uh, you know is now part of it is up there in the fort so uh, it'd be kind of cool to see the green and gold up there on uh, on the ice in the Boston area very cool. Tristan, listen. Thank you yeah, for yeah. Uh, thank you for your time, and uh, thanks for talking to. Uh, like I said, putting up with me and a lot of dumb questions. I mean, come on who, who <laughs> asks who asks anybody about cinnamon rolls, right? <clears throat>
1: hey, it's a valid question because everybody sees the same sign Probably wants to know the same thing.
0: Yeah, come on, Tristan. You can say it. you've seen me. You know, all they think about is food. So <laughs> that, that's all right. All right, hey, that's Tristan Maestas from Colorado State University. And uh, thank you all for listening to the WCHL podcast. We'll hopefully come right back with uh, another couple of player interviews. So thanks, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Well, all right. That was, uh, I think Tristan got a little bit more than he bargained for. We told him it would be about 20, 30 minutes, ended up being a little over 40. So very cool. Hey, listen, we want to thank uh, Tristan Maestas for putting up with me and a lot of my dumb questions. We want to thank uh, Colorado State's head coach, Camden Lambert, for lining me up with Tristan. And we want to thank you, uh, most of all, for listening to the WCHL podcast. Without you guys listening to this craptastic pod and without your support for the WCHL and all the student athletes that play in the WCHL and in the ECHA Men's Division One, we wouldn't be doing this. We wouldn't have this podcast. So we want to thank you very, very much. And uh, we hope, you know, we don't have a whole lot of games coming up here. So uh, it's going to be player interviews for the next couple of uh, weeks. So something to look forward to. Or maybe, hey, who knows? Maybe in some instances, maybe something not to look forward to. In In the meantime, we want everybody to stay safe, stay warm. It's getting cold outside, too cold. We'll come back with another player interview soon. Take care.